G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Six. It is a Monday morning. It is a little damp outside, but it's not going to be too bad. Showers easing, heading for a top of 21 degrees. Scotty Cummings is in the house and he's only got one headlight on his car. Good morning. Thanks for that. Uh, no, I'm, I'm here to help you and the rest of the driving community. Yeah, no, fair enough too. I was unaware of it. There's 47 <laughs> warning lights that pop it up. <laughs> My company car, but we'll get those sorted. That's fine. No problem whatsoever. Good morning to you. How was, was your weekend? Yeah, I had a really good weekend. I was here on Saturday night for Bangladesh, uh, Afghanistan and England. Was a um, very small crowd. Yes. In fact, there was probably the ICC. One thing they do well is they make sure they're very strict on where you can go and how you can get from A, B, and then into C. Um, I heard whispers, right? And this, you know, not for <clears> – <throat> I don't have – him gossip segment, but um, were you frisked or <laughs> searched internally in some way, shape, or form to get to the commentary box? I wasn't. It was intense. I heard you got a lot of fingerprints there was, all over your body. Well, my my official um, accreditation yes. did not trigger off at the gate that we come through. I wouldn't let you in. No. Anyway. Did so, you go, did you do a little circle of your face and say, hey? It looks badge. like the correct. Badge. My face is my badge. I've used that many, many times. Yeah. Never lined up for anything. Anyway, <laughs> but I got up here early. Oh. I got here early because I was actually incredibly nervous about commentating cricket because I've never done to. cricket before. Oh, well. And probably won't ever do it again. <laughs> After this tournament, really? <laughs> How'd you go with, uh, with the With Hoggy? Yeah, and, it was good. Yeah, and Hoggy. And, it's me and Hoggy. And how'd you go with... Um, all the names of Afghanistan the players. names. They changed their names. Um, and I did put a request. Because the issue is some go just a first name yep. and then sometimes they use their, their surname as their name and then yep. others use their first name as the name on their shirt. Correct. It's confusing for you. And they oh, changed it around. Yeah. And, and, oh, that doesn't help. Yeah. So I got in finally uh, because my accreditation didn't work. So I had to go and get it re- revitalised. And then the lady said, I know who you are. And she went, Breaker, breaker. Uh, Tim Gossage is here. Uh, uh, yes, I, I can identify it is him. Yep, 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 yep. He comes here all the time for footy. Over. You have to go to the office. They won't let you in. <laughs> yeah, there you go. ICC said, no can do, don't know. You're a nobody to us. So that's okay. Yeah. I respect that. Anyway. So you got in about over seven. Yeah, so I left, so I left the bomb at the door. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what I would have done. You look like a dodgy unit. <laughs> but you talk about Afghanistan. So we, we had it upon ourselves. The board, their shirts, I put a request in for the Afghanistan media manager to find out what was their preference of being called. And I didn't get a response from them. Pretty busy moment, obviously, for them. But as it turns out, I said to, to Bradley George Hogg, and I would love working with Hoggy, we'll go with, you know, um, you know, Rashid. Yep, no worries. So, yep, that was out, Rashid Khan. So I went with Rashid and he went with Khan. Oh. And when he went with Khan, I went oh. with Rashid. Jeez. It was really tough. It was tough. Hey, but what if Labs here? No, it was terrible. But um <laughs> but I tell you what it was made up for. What would you rather? Would that game with seven thousand 
Australia getting their pants pulled down by New Zealand. Well, it came straight after that, and so the the, the stadium was a tad flat, albeit the Barmy Army up and about, and the wonderful Afghanistan yeah, community. Enjoying that. Uh, we're enjoying that. Uh, incredible by Australia and New Zealand. They're here tomorrow night. We're going to be speaking to Mitch Marsh on the show tomorrow. Yes. Looking forward to that one. Also, uh, the, the, the the action from the MCG last night, uh, if you're if you ha- not across it, if you didn't watch it on TV and maybe you're watching Telethon or whatever you're watching, but the, the game between Pakistan and India has been described as the best international white ball fixture in history. Phenomenal. It was amazing. 90,000. Yep. Virat Kohli with the innings of his life, described as his best innings ever for India. Phenomenal. I, I thought his innings was incredible. And I, I couldn't turn off the telly. And it's uh, – like I don't I don't watch a whole heap of cricket that doesn't involve Australia. Mm-hmm. But we put it on last night and, wow, I couldn't turn it off. And, yeah, twinkles bang on the money here. What a game last night. Attempted to go to bed after 10 overs, 12 overs, 13 overs yeah. and 16 overs. With with Verrat there at the crease, thought he'd stay, but it was it was an amazing and just you, you could feel the atmosphere coming through as well. And Jared's, um, you know, call. well, I went to bed and I turned yeah, on Jared and Darren Barry and Verrat's call from uh, on SEN Cricket. Jared Wadley is elite, mate. Yeah, he is elite. You knew exactly what was going on. The picture painting uh, by him it's describing like a, the ground. It's like a poet. It's. But you, if you are, if you were blind, or you had no access to TV, I know this is going to sound like I'm just beating the drum of of an SEN. Oh no, no, because we we pot people as well when they need to be potted. Yeah. So well, I think we're pretty balanced. He's incredible. Yeah, and Darren Berry, who we are going to speak to, yeah. has played, made his name as a cricketer at the MCG, has described that night last night as one of the greatest moments of his life. To share it with Jared Whaley. Jared Whaley said it is his greatest night at the MCG ever. And we're going to be expecting wow. Darren Barrett. We're going to play you the highlights. In fact, we'll do that straight off the top. Let, let, let's, let's just compare. Let's just compare this. So, can I just be a little bit self indulgent? <laughs> there were some great catches here even on Saturday night, <laughs> right? So, this is me. I'm, I want to compare the two. I want to, this is a comparison. You're going to, you're putting yourself up against Jared. Now, look, listen, you know, I love you, brother. Uh, Rachel. <laughs> the few games of footy we've done together have yeah. been amazing. Yeah, thank you. But, you know, it's like me saying, listen, it's me and it's yeah, I know. And it's Tony Locke. I know. I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's neck and neck. So I'm putting my proverbial on the line here. I mean that the nicest. It's okay. This is how I called Joss Butler taking a catch on Saturday night, and then straight on the back of that, no, check, yeah. actually, we'll come back after we play this. Have a listen. In Narby down the leg side. Oh, what a catch! What a catch! That's the best of the night. Down the leg side, the left hand, the glove of the skipper has pulled off an absolute pearler and Nabi is on his way. Liked it. Yeah. I just got involved in it just then. <laughs> well, I could visualise the catch, Gilchrist-like. I did say Gilchrist-like. Exactly what I said. To his left. Probably could have used... on his bike. Yeah. I probably could have said like. Joss Butler at some stage. Yeah. I said captain and glove, so I assume that people would know. Oh, we can sort of piece that together. Yeah. Jared, Jared would have said nice colour, probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what Jared would have done. So that was for me my moment. Jared Waitley has an entire game packaged into yeah. what happened at the MCG yeah. last night. You're about to hear Jared, 
Darren Berry and Barrett Sunderayson calling India's defeat of Pakistan last night. Sit back and enjoy. And Very com- unlikely. And compare the two. This is poetry at the MCG by SEN Cricket. Holy lifts it up to five and carries for six. The man is a genius. He's not just a king. He's a genius. Back-to-back sixes. India needs 16 to win off the last over. Nawaz is throwing them in hard. He bowls. Full tops. Coley got him up. Out to mid-wickets. Knocked back for six. Knocked for six. R. Ashwin to face the last ball again. Nawaz in. Bowls to Ashwin. Drives for the win. Up over the top of mid-off for four. India win magnificently. chase. 82 runs from 53 balls to reprise his greatest of hits. India sinks Pakistan in breathless circumstances. And that is just one man describing something. And you close your eyes and you look back. And that was just a very small snapshot of Harry Cole. But it's in between the balls. It's the painting of the picture. Yeah. Let me tell you, I was compl- – and, and it's not here to, to poo-poo myself, but I was so far out of my depth calling England versus yeah. Afghanistan. I think you caught it well. And when um, you know what? When when I can pot you, I generally take a chance <laughs> at it, right? I generally take a – and you screw your parlance, I'll have a throw at the stumps. You will. You will. But no, no, you, you, oh. but, but if there's credit due, and then unfortunately, and disappointingly, this early on a Monday, there's credit due. No, you, you caught no. it well, mate. You all, caught it well. All I'm doing is comparing. And also, commentary is hard. Is, is, is really And hard. you know what? And at some stages, it's hard to listen to. Yeah. To be perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but your call, Jared's call, <laughs> yeah. absolutely Jared's compelling call. listening. Uh, it's funny because Roy, and Roy, Roy, a lot of the stuff you send in Roy annoys the living suitcases out of me, but you are right. <laughs> Right. I love Roy, but I do love Roy, but he does he does rile me at times. He gets under his skin. He gets skin. under his skin. And if, he's going, not, if he's not careful, you're on a four-month ban. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm going to ban him. Nah, four anyway, months is sorry. excessive. Retrospective, mate. <laughs> he's oh, lucky he has We put him all there. Wow, well, you know what? I'm still reeling from him ringing in and saying on his day for his birthday. Oh, no, that was the highlight. Yeah. That was actually him at his best. <laughs> so Roy from Temple Stowe, who listens on the SEN app and prefers us over our Victorian counterparts, says... <laughs> Especially the B team. Says, Goss, was it better than Georgiati's catch? Well, there you go. That's a very good point you make, Roy, because I did call it like it was a game of footy. <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to yeah. say, when you're commentating a game for the first time, and it's England versus Afghanistan as a highlight, and then you've got 90,000 with a worldwide audience, that SEN oh. montage has gone to three-quarters of a million people since being posted on SEN Cricket, which is a very small Twitter hold. Yep. And it has gone absolutely viral. Jared, Darren, Barat, and all the team, congratulations to all of you. It was an incredible. I went to bed, couldn't watch it on the TV, closed my eyes, and it was it was gripping to listen to. Oh, so and, very, and just very... watching uh, watching the crowd as oh, well, mate. Yeah. That was it was just fun. You know why? Because and, and I I sat there, and this is probably a negative way to think, but I sat there and I thought ninety thousand yeah you know, supporters at the MCG watching the footy. We're going to read about some punch-ons and uh, some lunatics after the game and mm-hmm. carrying on like idiots. I said, 90,000 
Pakistan and Indian cricket fans who were just so excited <laughs> to be there. We're so happy to be there, loving every moment of it. I said, and there won't be. I'll be surprised if there's an incident in any way, shape or form. Yeah. I know it's a strange way to look at it, but they, they just love it. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was a great stage uh, at one of these, well, the best cricket stadiums and cricket ovals in the world. Toolkit Depot open line is 13 12 55. We're in the Toolkit Depot studio. You can text also 0487 736 736. We're just having a McDonald's coffee chat this morning. Win free mm. McCafe coffee for a year. Visit the My Maccas app. But Bray is out there and also uh, our man Chris Clafunas, Special K. So, um... Gordon, as we like to call Gordon, Ray. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Gordy. As we like to call him as of right now. <laughs> I think you've been called Gordy before. I think I called you Gordon last time. Yeah. And Special K, because yep. it's named after a cereal, as we know. Right. Uh, he's a cereal hard worker. He's a good worker. Yeah. Good. 13, 12. Oh, he's not a champion. <laughs> he's You're just not a, Hayden Smoy. He's just a very good producer. <laughs> Uh, 13, 12, oh, 55. I can feel some errors coming through the show today <laughs> and some bad information being fed uh, through our... That's any different to any other day. Yeah, good point. It's <laughs> a fair point you make. 13, 12, 55. If you want to enter the draw, we've got five doubles. Australia, Sri Lanka, it is going to be massive. Jeez. Gates open at 5.30. Can we bounce back? Yeah, yeah, we can bounce back. Perth Stadium is hosting this event. Don't forget, it is Perth Stadium. It's going to be rocking here tomorrow night, and you can get a chance to get your hand on five doubles. Uh, Lisa from Allen Brooks online, a very good uh, listener, has crossed over from the dark side uh, and listening to SEN. Lisa, good morning. Morning, morning, Goss. Morning, Scotty. Um, yeah, the, the Aussies will do well if they're to leave the lights on. Yeah. Oh, a little political whoa. early. That's yeah, a fair point. No, they Guys. might they might rebel. <laughs> Guys, that game last night was absolutely sensational. I have never sat on the edge of my seat yeah. so much as I did last night. Yeah, and well well done to Verrett. He is just such a sensational player, that bloke. Goss, you're being too hard on yourself. <laughs> Your call... Your call was absolutely epic. It was just so incredible to listen to. Oh, and you. those Eastern State state guys have got no, nothing on you. <laughs> right, right, Lisa. Lisa you've, you've done well. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah, Appreciate okay, Lisa, that's enough now. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, we pumped stuff. him up enough today. That was very nice. But we, well, no, just well, comparing good it. And it's lovely to hear that, uh, yeah. that your listeners are enjoying your product. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> well, right, Lisa. Thank you very much. Mm. Uh, so if you want to go to the cricket... Enter the draw by simply calling 13 12 Now, Bray's out there. He's going to be taking calls. He's just working out how to do that. 13 12 He's a young bloke. He's, <laughs> it'd be better if you could text him. <laughs> They're not big on talking to people. Yeah, Bray said, what you can do is you pick up that thing and you, you go, say, hello, hello Bray hello, speaking. Bray speaking, <laughs> SEM breakfast. And don't get a shock when you hear a voice in <laughs> the other end. It's just someone wants to talk to you. 13 12 is the number if you want to put yourself yeah. in the running. Can they snap him? What do they do? They Snapchat. Can they snap him? Because young blokes snap. Do they really? Yeah. And what's that? Does that is that something like? Does that disappear? I think it's a quick photo and then it disappears. Oh, I bet or a it quick does. Message and oh, I bet it does. Oh, yeah, what? <laughs> we should look into that because 
<laughs> messages has disappeared. <laughs> That'd be a good thing. Instead of us having to go, well, oh, better delete that in case I get hacked. Better yeah. delete that in case I get hacked. 13, 12, 55. If you want to go to the cricket tomorrow night, we've got five doubles to give away. We opened up the uh, the uh, ticket line last week and we've been inundated. But if you want to enter, 13, 12, 55. Just a quick one on the text line. Uh, Mike is always a regular. Morning, boys. Will Ross really make a difference at St Kilda? He's not really a development coach. Uh, he took over. Um, I just... Please, this technology's got me. He took over as development coach, took over uh, from halves at Freo when the team was already developed. Uh, cheers from Mike. Uh, Mike, he's a very he, good point he makes. Uh, he did a good job, mate. Uh, There's uh, little doubt that he can coach, but let's go back to the original question. But he has said, too, and you know, the issue that um, well, some of the issues that we've said are going to be a challenge for Ross has been his ability to, I guess, temper down his message over the yeah. years and, yeah. and deliver it in a way there where the new generation can handle it. Yep. And um, and but all the commentary over the weekend and just leading up to the weekend mm-hmm. is that he's a changed man. Is that he's seen the other side of the um, the other side of the fence in the media and that sort of thing. And he Has is, he... and he will be a different Willie sort of. What a load of tribe! Well, he's not going to change. You don't think? Well, then he won't be successful. <laughs> he's going it's to the wrong club. They're no good, mate. It's your club. I don't care. They're no good. Their list is poor. It's been yeah. poor he for does a while. Have a, he doesn't have a record of, of rebuilding a club, but he's never had to. He's put himself in a position where he's, he's picked up established clubs. So we might see a whole new different side to uh, to Ross Lyon. Yep. And, uh, when do you reckon it'll be announced? Today? Yeah, it's, it will be today. Ross Lyon will be announced coach for a three-year deal today. Let's get a breakaway. It's 20 past six. You're listening to Scotty and Goss. We're in the Toolkit Depot studio. The phones are ringing off the hook for people who want to put themselves go. in the draw. Five doubles to give away. Australia v Sri Lanka. Gates open at 5.30 here tomorrow night. First ball's at seven. If you can't come, tune into SEN Cricket. You can get on SEN Fanatic on all the SEN platforms. You just download SEN. It'll appear right before your very eyes and you can listen uh, from uh, from 6.30 tomorrow night. What time are you on here? 6.30? 6.30. So you'll get here about 4 to get through security? I did. I did that on, did that on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I got here real early and then spent an hour and a half trying to get into the joint. You're going to wear something loose so it's easier for them to... <laughs> <laughs> get to you. I come naked <laughs> so they can see. Uh, a couple of names we're going to add to the uh, pile of people the who want to. have stopped ringing. No one wants to come to the cricket now. Uh, yeah, yeah. You get in easy if you're a punter. It's if you're famous, you don't get in there. So, Toolkit Depot Studio on this day is next. Good morning. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. On this day, I see clearly. Birthdays, events and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. October 24 is the day. Happy birthday if you're celebrating a birthday with lots of famous people and lots of famous events from the entertainment and sporting oh. industry. What do you got for us today, mate? Gilles Perry Richardson was I'm born just... on this day in 1930. I'm sorry, who? The Big Bopper. Okay, thank you. Chantilly lays that pretty face out of ponytail Hanging down, a wiggle in the walk and a giggle in the talk Lord. Died at the age of just 28. He was in the plane, of course, that killed Buddy Holly and Richie Phelps. Small planes. Former Rolling Stone. I'm on one this weekend. Former Rolling Stone. Well. Bill Wyman. How old do you reckon Bill Wyman is today? 106. He's 86 today. Come back, Susan. Come back soon now. What am I going to do? 
sure leaving the Rolling Stones was the smartest option. Well, that's that's a story about Suzanne Acosta. Come back, Suzanne. 1980, he wrote that. Same year he proposed to her in France. She said no. He proposed 12 years later. She said yes. Now they've got three kids. Talk about a long game. And guess where he got engaged? Uh, Sticky Fingers Restaurant. Really? That was the name of his restaurant. Ian Collins. stayed with the Stones. Ian Collins' birthday today. Ian Collins is 80, of course, very much the currently the CEO of, Eddie, of um, the stadium, isn't he? Still? No. Is no, he? No, surely he's not still. He's 80. No, he's not. No, he's is not. He? No, no, he's not anymore. Okay. I remember, you know the media box at, at, at when it was Telstra Dome and, and Colonial and all that yeah, sort of stuff? They yeah. had those big media boxes. They were designed for the media boxes in the big black thing. Yeah. When they weren't used as media boxes, he yeah. was the one that said, uh, that will be my office, thanks. They had to be talked out of it. He, said he wanted that massive centre as his office. Well, did you know that the, when the WA Football Commission and WAFL expanded at Subi Oval, that the corporate boxes during the week yeah. were the offices of the staff and they oh, used to, really? and they lock all their stuff away on game day? Oh, yeah, Fact. Drunk punters in there on a laptop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ian Collins, as I mentioned, is yeah. 80 today. Gosman now steadies, kicks in towards the pocket on the outer side. Up they go, and a glorious mark by Collins. Collins of Carlton, a beauty. Played for Carlton Collins between 1961 and 1971. Bev Harrell is 76 today. What am I doing here? Swearing on air before. Seriously, what's in your face? What the? Are we on 6OX right now? 1080? Uh, Born in South Australia, 76. Australian pop singer. The biggest hit was that one. Next one. 1976. This is a stinker, isn't it? (laughs) Hey, Ben Gillies is uh, from Silver Chair. Ben Gillies is from Silver Chair. Drummer with Silver Chair, 43 today. Happy birthday to you. Oh, I do like this one. 42 today. This was a number one hit for Monica. Oh. Anyway, it's time for a sports update. <laughs> Are we still going? It gets better. I'll get to the end of it oh, geez, eventually. I bloody hope so. George Shepard from the band Shepard is 35 today. So say, yeah. Geronimo. Okay, okay. Hey, Geronimo. Hey, Good work. Thank you. Did a great job of the grand final at the Gabba. Yeah. Geronimo. Actually, on that subject, it was on this day in 2022 that the grand final was played outside of Victoria oh. for the very first time. Oh, segue. At the Gabba. Monumental superstars. Have a look at that. Martin and Selwood, two of the very best in this situation. I wonder whether they'll see much of each other. Craig Fleer to get it underway. Stanley and Nankervis. 2020 grand final at the Gabba. Here it is there. That happened on this day, October 24 in 2020. The second best grand final played outside of Victoria. And we go to the break, and don't forget a sports update on the other side. Tim Gossip will join us also. Uh, Comings and goings, Gary Hall Jr., Darren Berry's going to join us. We're going to also be chatting with the winner of the WA Golf Open, Dayan Lawson. Plenty to come, but on this day... In 1974, October 24, Bon Scott replaced Dave Evans as the lead singer of ACDC. News is next.
October 24. Is it 24? <laughs> it's an absolute hour. I'll tell you what, I hope the sports update is good. What's wrong with... What was... Oh, yeah, no. Well, it wasn't okay. great. No, it wasn't great. And uh, Bin mate, Chicken's you know chimed what? in. Bin Chicken just reckons it was junk. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't he say something? It's not your fault, though. Well, he... I mean, you didn't make people born on this day or yeah, do special I things. I know, but... I... But, you know, that's the risk we run when you run with her on this day. Normally, it's terrific. I really look forward hey, to it. Hey, boys, hey, you, know, you know it's no good special, Kay, when even Goss, who will stick up for this station, uh, stick up for that segment, like oh, there's no tomorrow, it's halfway through going... Oh, We've had oh, worse. This is a to be stinker. Fair. We've had worse. Was it June seventeenth. What was no. the date that was the real bad one? Oh, June seventeenth. I don't know. That one today rivaled it. <laughs> yeah, it, was it, was pretty, it wasn't great. But we had Silverchair, that Geronimo song, and a bit of Geronimo. ACDC. Yeah, no, that was. That's bad. three good ones. Got better late. Yeah. What hey. about Bev Harrell? Yeah, look, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't brilliant. Now, in a moment, I'm going to introduce you with your sports update. I Thank just you. wanted to mention this. Um, Seventy-one million oh. for the kids. What a remarkable job by Telethon. Staggering. And I, I, and I must admit, I didn't watch any of it. I didn't, I didn't Bits watch and pieces of it. for me. No, no, so I didn't watch a second of it, but I was just doing other stuff. But just wanted to make mention of one thing. So 71 million. Huge. 11 million from the state government. Well, so 11 million from us. Well, that doesn't matter. It's well, it's our money. Don't Six. jump on there like a hero and say, oh, I'm giving you 11 million. No, well, you're not. The... We are. But, Scott, he, they save from the people yeah, of Western a... Australia. They you're always save. You're one of his minions. And six from federal government. You chose to live in Melbourne. Uh, wait. Four million Rio Tinto. 4 million BHP, 4 million Stan Perrin Charitable Foundation, 4 million Paul Ramsey Foundation, Australian Capital Equity, 3.5 million, mm. Chris Ellison and Mineral Resources, 3.35, Tim Roberts Giving, 2.5, Crown, 2.5, Mindaroo Foundation, 2.3, Hancock Prospecting, 2 million, McCusker Charitable Foundation, 1.75, West Farmers, 1.6, Roy Hill, 1 million, APN, 1 million, South 32, 1 million, Chevron, 1 million, Hawaiian, 1 million, AAIG, 1 million. $54 million from... From those, it's a remarkable, mm. remarkable um, donation from yeah. all those big charities. So yeah. 54 or maybe 57 million of the 71 million was from those companies who don't now want to sponsor sport. Yeah, or when <laughs> when uh, the <laughs> sports people who are the experts in uh, climate change and Indigenous affairs, oh, hello. when are they going to jump in and say, we refuse to accept that money for the children's hospital because they're not doing enough? Where are they now? Where are they now? Time for a sports update. Oh, it's just, pick choose, just pick and choose your arguments, guys. Good morning. <laughs> Max Verstappen has passed Lewis Hamilton late on to earn a record-tying 13th win of the season at the US Grand Prix early this morning. So the win ties in with Michael Schumacher and Seb Vettel for the most oh. wins in a season. Three races still to go. There were reports during the weekend. You see these that Daniel Ricciardo has signed on once again for Red Bull yeah. as a reserve driver for next season. Reggie gets paid for doing nothing. Yeah. When he was quizzed about it, he oh. said, I don't know. For now, everything's just rumours. I hope he doesn't get caught confirmed. tampering with Max's car. <laughs> well, watch this vision of him, vision of him late at night in the garage. <laughs> the Diamonds, they had a big third quarter against New Zealand in the Constellation Cup. A comeback win in the end. They trailed by six against New Zealand in the Gold Coast before they ended up winning 57 to 53 to retain the Constellation Cup, well done. which was great news. That's uh, to all then. Premier League action overnight. That's right, to all. Premier League action overnight. Uh, Newcastle beat Tottenham 2 1. <laughs> Southampton and Arsenal played out to a one-all draw. So Aston Villa, you know how they sacked Stevie Gerrard? Oh, I couldn't believe it. They went on to win 4-0 against Brentford. Yeah, you can do that. 
You do, yeah, when you take a coach, you win. Uh, Leicester beat Wolves 4-0. And yesterday, Perth Glory got a win. 2-1 over the Central Coast Sorry, Mariners. Say that again. Perth Glory got a win without Bruno Fornaroli Stop. in the team. So they released the sure. team on social media, did the Perth Glory. Sorry, and they, when questioned, oh, where's Bruno? They said, oh, he's out due to injury. Uh, might have been a little bit of a furphy because Bruno then replied to that 100% saying, fit. I'm 100% fit, ready to play Perth Glory. Wrong information. So watch this space. He did delete, delete the comment. We've been in touch with Bruno and the, Perth, the Glory. But and the CFO said, do you want to be paid this week? No word just yet. I love that. it yeah. when they're all on the same page. Well, the, the rumour is that uh, if he scores just enough goals this season, he gets a contract extension with the Perth Glory, so they don't want to play him because they don't want to pay him for next season. That's what uh, oh, that's, that's what we're hearing. Watch this space. So bad. Okay, uh, this morning, Nick from Broome, Jono from Mindari, Benno from Bayswater, Greg from Sorrento, Pete from East Vic Park, Dave from Bunbury are just a number of the people who have put in the running for tickets to tomorrow's big game oh. between Australia and Sri Lanka. Good morning to you all. Long T- way from Broome. T20. <laughs> well, I want to let him know early. When he drives into Perth, we'll let him know he was unsuccessful. Yeah, sorry, brother. <laughs> 5.30, gates open. First ball, 7 o'clock. Perth Stadium is hosting Australia as they maintain their title, try and maintain their title as the world's best T20 side, but they'd want to improve <laughs> vastly. Um, time for comings and goings. Come and go. Yeah. Now on breakfast with Scotty and Goss. Comings and going. Yeah, about time. Well, this is a segment that has uh, sort of, uh, it, 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 sometimes it just permeates through the show and other days it just stinks. But, but anyway. Oh, 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 you wouldn't be throwing too many stones after that, would you? <laughs> anyway, there's a, well, there's a few. Uh, well, no, I'll get through them quickly. Uh, goings, Australia's start to the World Cup, uh, their World Cup defence. Uh, shocking. Santner around the wicket, Stoinis stands, lifts him up into the offside, it hangs for a long time, Spurs, oh, superb catch, <laughs> what a dive by Glenn Phillips in the outfield. Cummins is on strike, Southey is in and bowling to him, slice straight up in the air, Conway stands underneath and takes the catch, it is yeah, that's enough. Of that. It's enough of New ambush. Zealand doing well, it's a World Cup ambush alright, absolutely. Uh, Cummings, 90,000 filling the G for Pakistan versus India. Going out on a limb here. As I said it earlier on, I don't reckon there's one bit of trouble. They just loved it. The atmosphere was electric. And it was just an amazing game of cricket that I've sat through without Australia being playing in it at all. Coley's got to find a boundary against Ralph. Coley stands his ground straight down the ground. He lifted it up. That is a shot of an emperor. Straight six down the ground to the back, cloaking on the seats. Yeah, Cummings again, Virat's innings was just absolutely sublime, Goss. And as he described, the best ever of his career, which is a staggering comment because he said... Sachin Tendulkar said the same on social, said it's the best innings he's ever seen Coley play. Sachin said it's true because he was stunning. I said to the father in law, I said... He is. This is set for him as he as he strolled out. So this is set for him. Ninety thousand ready to go. Hey, hey! You tell you, I tell you what. If you gave me buttons during on this day, and get a word in, he was sensational, mate. You got to admit that. Uh, Cummings, have a listen to this. Amelia's jewel yeah. for our man Simon Miller uh, was just uh, looked in a little bit of trouble, but found something. Two lengths behind them, Amelia's Jewel being asked the question. No run, rumour says. Snow Dome comes out after Man Crush. Over on the outside, on. Amelia's Jewel trying a life Come out. On, the on the inside, the Man Crush kicks. Amelia's Jewel and Snow Dome. Amelia's Jewel. Amelia's Jewel diving. She got there. She got there. I knew it. I 
That was uh, an amazing run, my son Simon. Uh, great job, pal. Goings. Now, this is big, and I don't like to do this. And I'm not even going to say sorry, but I don't like to do this. You, my friend. Oh, no. This is your fault. You writing off the jack jumpers. If you're on the road, you win. Wildcats will smash Tasmania. Oh, no. I no don't know. Why have you done this? Why have you done that? Why have you done that? Back to looking at my lotto numbers. By golly, Chris Simons, that was a hell of a performance from Tasmania. They get the W, 103.72. Outstanding win by the Jack Jumpers against a very points. good first How Wildcats much do we lose, boys? 31 points. Hey, did you Melbourne United now lost four in a row at home for the first time in their history? Don't care about that, but I do care and about... And Cairns lost at home again. You are, you are not to say anything about whoever the Wildcats are playing Mate, from now on. Mate, it's a tough league. They're no certainty to make it. Or just stop it. <laughs> they can't win it. And they the don't. last one, uh, this is just, just rolling me. Uh, virtue signalling, hypocritical sports people putting the future of their sports in jeopardy. Uh, we could talk about it for a long time because it is a serious thing to talk about. But seri- And I hate when people say stay in your lane because we're all entitled to opinions, that sort of thing. But, jeez, pull your heads in, play your sport, understand where your pay comes from. And if you don't like where the money comes from, don't accept it. Is that it? Yep. <laughs> oh, no, I could keep going for a little while on that. 17 away. That was good. Comings and going. 17 away from seven. Uh, Tim Gossip's going to come up, up a little bit later. We don't have time for it just now because Gary Hall Jr. created a record on Friday night. We'll tell you more what oh. that was. But this one just come in. Breaking news for DM Breaker. DM Breaker. Morning, boys. This is from Jonesy. Taekwondo update. Harry yeah. had a tournament on Saturday. He's not yet 13. He fought a 16-year-old black belt. In three rounds, and he won. Yes, Harry. Tough fight, tough opponent. Now, betting on the indis- on the actual event has been suspended <laughs> on Harry winning the national title. Boys, he's having a kickathon to raise some coin if any loyal listeners would like to contribute. So if anyone like to contribute, get in touch with us, and we'll get you in touch with Jonesy. We'll get in touch with Harry, and Harry will uh, put it in his piggy bank. And well done, Harry. Money will go to charity. Oh, I hope he dominates. Morning, Goss. Scotty, Gina did what should have been done, pulled the sponsorship. Wonder how the Diamonds players feel right now. Look, there's plenty going on there. Yeah, you know that's sad. The sad thing is for the West Coast Fever. Yeah. Sort of been, you know, yeah. Sort of like collateral damage yeah, in correct. all this. And, and But I, I've got to say, I'm, I'm on Gina's side on this one. Um, I, you know what? You couldn't be more ungrateful. If, have a look at every sponsor who sponsors uh, any sport in Australia – they, if this is climate change related, or if it's uh, Indigenous affairs related, um, which I believe, and and there's been a heap of mixed messaging in the media about this too, and I believe that that Hancock Prospecting are really disappointed in the way the media have, have portrayed it. Um, we haven't spoken about it, but uh, I think she's done. I think she's, what she's done is fair enough. Hancock Prospecting and Gina Reinhart have donated, according to them, mm-hmm. three hundred million dollars to Indigenous. And they have amazing foundations that are in, that are ensuring. They're probably employment. making up for lost ground. There was some. There was, no doubt there's about no it. There's no doubt the mining industry what has was said by, in on the. What was said by 
Gene Reinhardt's father 40 years ago, as abhorrent as it yep. is yep. and as disgusting as it is, were not said by her and nor does she endorse them. Mully from Millbridge agrees with you. Very true words, Scotty. So there it is. Something we've got to finally got a reaction for comings and goings. Let's get a breakaway oh. and come back. Gary Hall Jr. is going to join us. You're in the tool. We're in the Toolkit Depot studio. And don't you forget, you can win depot. free McCafe coffee for you. <laughs> Visit the My Maccas app. <laughs> And five doubles to give away to the cricket tomorrow night, Australia versus Sri Lanka. We've got so much to get through and so little time to do it. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Chewers Delight, tell me to attack. Crocodile Kid gets around naming lights. Glorophilia next around the turn. Rock me over first into the straight. Junior looking at seven. Chewers Delight's coming after him. Rock me over. Chewers Delight. Rock me over a half. Chewers Delight. Stride by stride. Rock me over. Chewers Delight. Rock me over. Rock me over. Junior's done it. Seven. Rock me over. Has held. Incredible performance on Friday night at Gloucester Park. The River of Lights, yeah. Gary Hall Junior steering seven winners, a national record, a remarkable performance by any stretch of the imagination in any sport. If there was a goal-kicking performance, let's put it in parlance yep. here, how many goals would that be? 14, minimum. Wow, what a, uh, no, no, no. What a game. <laughs> what, what a <laughs> phenomenal. I didn't even ask for that. Yeah. Best ever by an eagle. Oh, well, that, well, that was just amazing <laughs> by Junior. <laughs> hey, Junior, well done, mate. You, have, you, have you come down? Because that was a remarkable Friday night. What a night at the office. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, good morning, guys. Um, yeah, it was. It was, um, yeah, something I didn't think would ever happen, to be honest. Um, I, I'd driven five plenty of times, and, um, yeah, there was a... No-one had ever done six on the Metro for quite a while there, and I remember one night um, Chris Lewis got five, and he had, he had a twenty pop in the last, and he got rolled by a nose, and I thought, oh, well, that's it. No-one's ever going to do six. <laughs> and, um, yeah, since then, I'd... I'd been lucky enough to get six a couple of times and I thought Friday night was just going to be another one of those nights and a very good night at that but um, yeah I guess the seventh one um, yeah turned things a bit crazy so I didn't expect to win that last race but um, yeah when I got out there and I thought well maybe tonight it can happen because everything else has just been falling into place. Yeah, it was a, a remarkable. It was for Matty Scott too. Now, Matty Scott's been around the industry for a long time. He trains gallopers as well, of course. That Rock Me Over we're talking about, we just heard the replay then. And he's, but he's not, he's not Michael Young and he's not your dad and he's not, you know, like he's, he, he's not a, a, a trainer of uh, superstar horses. So to do it with, for Matty, uh, on a night where you dominated for Michael Young and your, and your own stable, your, your family stable, uh, that's a, just a nice little tick, wasn't it? Because you, you could say that you had to you had to work harder to get over the line in that last race. Yeah, and it was, um, uh, you know, Matt got a great buzz out of it as well. He, um, you know, I've won races with Matt before. I'm not sure whether he's come out in the track for, to, for photos and stuff. Nobody <laughs> come out for that one, obviously. And, um, yeah, he, he sort of couldn't stop shaking my hand. He, he was actually... Um, yeah, he felt like he was, you know, shaking with excitement himself. So it's good, as you say, to get it. Um, you know, I've had nights when we've taken big teams down and, you know, driven five for, for our own stable and things like that. And um, No, but it is nice to spread it out and, and, and have it for a lot of different stables and, and different challenging drives. And to be honest, the last drive um, on Friday night, Rock Me was, I reckon, out of the, all the winners on the night, was probably my worst drive. It was... I could have probably got away with it a bit easier, but um, I took off a little bit early and, and opened up the field and 
gave everything else a chance. And um, <laughs> it was more like uh, it was like when you're going to win your first game of pool and you just hit and hope, you know. <laughs> that, that first game of um, that that first uh, or that straight turned into about 400 metres long. And um, yeah, I was just glad when it was over. <laughs> that wasn't the analogy I was expecting you to use, to be perfectly honest with you, but it painted a beautiful picture. Hey, Gary, I'm sure there's times you jump in the seat and you go, this, this is going to win. This horse is going to win, and I'm going to win this race. But, but, and there's others where you'll jump on and go, this is going to be tough, and everything has to go our way. What was your best of the seven, you reckon, the, the best win and the best the best drive? Um, uh, there's a few different opinions on that, um, you know, on social media and that. Um, everyone sort of liked the 18 carat drive uh, in the mayor's race. It was our thoughts from, like, you know, the way that race panned out, it was just a... Sort of a, it was an easier drive for me. I think the jumping Jack Mack one in the free fall was was a fairly decent drive, but I I did also get a little bit lucky um, getting through the field. So he, he, you know, to win that race, he needed a, a fair fair um, fair deal of luck, and he, and he got that. Um, but yeah, there's you know the Mustang was a dollar nine shot mm. who I thought would just go around and be an armchair drive for the night, and and he won by nose. So uh, you know racing that nothing's ever for certain and uh, any you know any there's there's plenty of curveballs that can get thrown out there but uh yeah I, you know i i think probably the yeah i would say probably the um jumping jack mac one was was probably one of the better ones and and i guess probably 18 carat as well but yeah to win seven on a night you know the, the you can't just do that with with just good horses and and good skill you definitely you know that as I say, the element of luck comes into play as well. Very, very risky stuff for a, uh, a sports person to jump on socials after a performance, but after seven, you're probably keen to have a look to see what they won't say. What about the feedback when things haven't gone your way, mate? Do you read the comments then? I do. Uh, a lot of people tell me not to, um, you know, not to get involved, not to reply. But um, it's madness. I, yeah, it's, it's it's got out of control a little bit. And I know the racing industry is doing a segment now with. Rick Taylor and, and, and Lockie and that where they uh, you know they, they try and bring it bring it to the forefront of social media and, and try and sort of you know highlight how bad it can get and some people get quite disturbing the things they write mm. um, I you know I I can cop it alright I've been doing it long enough now where I, I you know it's water off a duck's back to me but I do worry about some of the younger people in the industry and also you know we've got a lot of females out there now and, mm. you know they're probably not quite adjusted to handling that sort of stuff and, and you know, the, the some of the negative feedback as I said it can get it can get, you know, really disturbing at times. So um, I think something needs to be done moving forward in relation to, you know, people logging in under under aliases and oh, things like I agree that. with you. It's, it's almost something that needs to be looked at as, as you know, you have to log in with a license so you can be tracked down if you write this sort of stuff because um, you know, you're talking about people's lives and livelihoods and um, you know, it's it's not it's it's not very hard to tip people over the edge nowadays. And yeah, I've, I've copped some really bad stuff, but um, half the time I like to to write back and stir them up and um, you know, try and get back try and get back under their skin. And I remember one night it was uh, one bloke from the east actually got stuck in the movie at something, and so I started sort of needling him back as best I could, and it went on until the drive home and. Um, then the last message I wrote to him, he mustn't have got till the next day because, um, you know, with the time difference. And 
I actually woke up for work Saturday morning and I was out there and I, and I got a reply from him, so I was back into him. And in the end, he actually, in the end, he actually wrote to me, well, would you nick off? Haven't you got work to do or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a man after Goss's heart. You are, yeah, I tell you. Yeah. He loves getting down in the dirt, <laughs> in the mud of socials. Yeah. Yeah, well, Gostradamus likes to hang out the fishing rod and tell you what, Junior, they jump on pretty quick. Don't worry about that. Yeah, and it's, um, I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's it's good to stir them up because they deserve it. They're, you know, there's, there's some pretty ordinary people out there. Agree. Uh, and I tell you what, speaking of ordinary, uh, you've got six drives today, and it's not an ordinary day at Pinjarra, but you've got six drives for six different trainers. You're driving a horse in race seven for a trainer I haven't heard of very much, a Gary Hall Jr. Gary Hall Jr. He doesn't train many. He normally just does all the driving. So you're coming off a record seven wins, and you're driving one of your own. Can you explain yourself? Um, sort of just, yeah, you know, Senior's not getting any younger and probably going to come a time when I have to step up to the plate there. So, um, yeah, I've got two of my own in work at the moment. But, um, yeah, not looking to get much bigger than that at this stage. Um, it's too much work, Goss. Uh, I don't know the <laughs> So what's your best today yeah. then? What about for the punter who's listening to our show right now? As we go to the news, what is the winner of your six drives today? And we don't want any dollar twenty pops. Thank you. Um, okay, well, I haven't really looked at the prices, so I'm not too sure. Okay. Um, I, I give Velocipede a good chance in race two, yep. but I'm not sure. I will take that. I don't know. He he may very well be a short price, but I'm not sure, but he is drawn bad, so hopefully he's not ridiculously short. Congratulations. Well. Yeah, well done, mate. You're a good man. Congratulations. I know Brilliant you've been effort. in high demand today through the media. You're on Media Street, and I know how much you love it. Uh, mate, appreciate you coming on and chatting to us. Well done. Seven winners is a wonderful achievement, and you certainly will be nominated, I'm sure, for the WA Sports Star of the Year, and you should be an absolute genuine contender for the harness racing industry. You're Brilliant a, effort. You're a great, great man, and we appreciate your time. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, guys. I, um, I burnt Gareth Hall for you, so... Um, yeah, winner for us. There's our first win for the day. Yeah. Hey, give it up with Gareth. Go and get stuffed. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Gary Hall Jr. joining us. Let's take a break. Thanks to Mac. Um, I, honestly, I'm, I'm lost for words. Uh, and now standing here, I just feel like this was meant to be. I mean, it, it's it's a very, very special moment. Where does this innings rank in your T20 career? Well, um, I've, till today, I've always said Mohali was innings against Australia. I got 82 of 52. Today I got 82 of 53. So they're absolute. They are exactly the same innings. But I think today I will count this one higher because of the magnitude of the game and what the situation was. It seemed impossible but then they kept pushing me in that partnership and we just went deep and it just happened. Virat Kohli post-game last night. I heard it all on SEN Cricket. If you didn't watch it uh, and you, know, you like me and listen to it as you were tucked up in bed, it was an incredible day. And Virat Kohli led the way. 82, described as his best innings. Uh, Sachin Tendulkar has gone on socials and said his best innings and everyone in India is still cock-a-hoop with that performance. And one man who sat and watched alongside, of course, Jared Whateley and Bharat Santarayson for SEN Cricket was Darren Berry. And last night I heard you say this, Chuck. It was, you've been to the MCG a lot. You've grown up playing cricket at the MCG. CG, but it was one of the greatest moments of your life there last night. It was great to listen to. Well done to all of you. Uh, good morning, Goss and Scotty. Thanks for having me on and, and all your listeners over there just waking up in Perth. It really was. It was one of those moments, boys, that you 
you had to be there to get the magnitude of the event. First and foremost, the crowd, 90,000 screaming Indian and Pakistan fans, the, the, most passionate, mm. the most passionate sporting people in the world. It was electric, Scotty. I mean, you've been out there with big crowds. Uh, there's nothing, you could compare nothing. I've been there on Boxing Day when the roar has been enormous. Uh, this, this ground has hosted Olympic Games, Commonwealth Games. I promise you, and I'm not adding mayonnaise, you've not seen anything like last night. It was a privilege to be there to witness the most amazing sporting event in my lifetime. Wow. That's, that's, incre- that's incredible, Chuck, considering, as you said, some of the things that you've seen at the G and around the world. That uh, I mean, And the atmosphere was, was piling through the speakers too. It, was, it just looked absolutely incredible. But what a knock by uh, Virat. Uh, they, he started off and, you, you know, you know cricket a lot better than I do, mate. He started off as look, looking like the supporter of his of his teammates uh, at the other end, and then said, "Right, as they fall around him, uh, this is made for me." And off he went. The old saying, I suppose, Scotty, form is temporary, class is permanent. He timed that innings, and I mean, throughout the call, Jared and I thought that he was always an over or two off the pace, but he knew he knew that Mohammed Nawaz, the left arm spinner, had to come back and bowl another over because Pakistan only had five front-line bowlers. They never really had the luxury of six. So he was prepared to wait, and wait, and wait he did. And then it got to... I mean, if you've got to just understand this. They needed 48 runs mm. off 18 balls. Yeah. 48 off 18, they got it off the last ball. They needed 16 to win off the last over. In fact, I think the telling moment, Goss, and I know you love your cricket as well, was probably the last two balls of the penultimate over that Harris Ralph bowled. Virat Kohli, they need 28 picture this off eight balls. 28 off eight. Most people would hang up the boots, go to bed. This can't be done. Virat Kohli played the two most amazing shots under pressure you've ever seen. A straight drive for six off Harris Ralph. And it wasn't a half volley, boys. It was waist high. He stood up. And he smacked it over mid-on, and I was dumbfounded. The next ball, the last ball, the 19th over, a fast ball again aimed at his belly button. Somehow he lifted it over five leg for six. Yeah. The game turned on its head. I, I hope my passion's coming through. I, I'm still, you know, 10 hours later in awe of what I witnessed. It was incredible to listen to. I'm going to say to you, I was one of those who turned off the TV and I went to bed and I stuck on SEN cricket and I'm not just espousing SEN cricket, but to listen to Jared's ball-by-ball call and your reaction to what was unfolding was gripping listening. So first of all, I'm going to keep saying that. Uh, it was fantastic. Jared also said it's the best thing he's ever seen at the MCG and you at the time went, wow, I could hear you go, wow. You know, like... Jared, it's a massive call. It is a massive call for Jared, who has been around the, the industry for a long time. It was incredible. What I did notice listening to you last night, Chuck, is you reckon Baba Azam completely lost the plot to the fact is that he was overtaken and overridden as captain in the dying stages from Pakistan. I've, I've, and again, it, it's a hard one for me to talk about because I have worked with Baba Azam in Pakistan, in the Pakistan Super League, Goss. As you know, with, with my late mate, Dean Jones, T and I had three years together over there, and Barbara's arm was actually in our sights. It's hard to comment on someone that you admire and you love dearly. 
I have to, in my role, comment as I witness. And I have no doubt, sadly, Bubba melted down in the last over under the most intense pressure you could imagine to the point, and if you weren't watching, Scotty, uh, and gosh, you were listening, I, the vice-captain, Shadab Khan, came from deep mid-wicket into the inner ring and he sent Bubba Azam, the captain, to solitary... Conf- he sent him to deep mid-wicket and said, I'll take over from here. Yeah. I've, never seen any, I've never seen anything like that. That's... That was the intensity of the game. Imagine doing that to Dino. Oh, that would have gone down well, Chuck. I tell you right now. Yeah, but... no, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> hey, um, you, you know we must be struggling because we've spent the whole time talking about India versus Pakistan, but Australia. I tell you what, Chuck, we've got off to an absolute stinker. Where do we go from here? Yes. Can we bounce no, back? And you're right. Well, look, the, the, no doubt the boys will be stung, and, and for Perth listeners, the, the beauty you'll get to see the response tomorrow night over there at the magnificent stadium against Sri Lanka. But the loss, you're right, Scotty, wasn't just a loss. The, the net run rate, it's almost like two losses. And, you know, we could probably spend an hour dissecting what went wrong, but a lot went wrong. Full credit to New Zealand. They were superb in every aspect. They came out... I likened it last night to a boxing match. And normally you come out and you throw a couple little left jabs, Scotty, just get feel for yeah. your opponent. Little jabs. Let's have a look. Well, New Zealand came out and threw three right hooks. Mm. You know, they, there was no jabs. And they put Australia on their bum and they couldn't get off the canvas. So... It was, firstly, well done New Zealand, Australia with some serious headaches, and to get bowled out in a 20-over game in the fashion that they did, I I thought was pretty ordinary, and it's left us, we're coming from a long way back now as the current champions. Yeah, England-Afghanistan here on Saturday night. Let me tell you, the outfield and the wicket itself was quick. It was ultra quick. It's going to be a very fiery game and it's uh, going to be a, a, a tough game for both teams and of course both teams, we know that Sri Lanka got off with a win and they're actually in the top two of that uh, group at the moment. Australia have got a bit of work to do. Um, Chuck, I don't know if you've noticed this and I don't want to, and I just want to read between the lines a little bit. There seems as though under the new regime of Andrew McDonald and Pat Cummins that there seems like the Australian cricket team want to go it alone, almost like they want to move very much quickly on from the Justin Langer and the past play era of the legends that Langer used to call in and help with that regime successful at times, successful cricketers. Mm. It's almost like, no, no, we need to start and do this all on our own. And it looks like they are on an island on their own at the moment. There looks as though there's a real a gulf between the current Australian white ball team and the hierarchy and the legends of the game. Are you sensing the same what I'm sensing, or do you think I'm maybe overlooking it being a Justin Langer fan? Uh, no, I think it's a fair observation, and uh, I'm a Justin Langer fan as well. Obviously, I was a teammate of Andrew McDonald and coached Andrew McDonald, so I'm not going to cast aspersions either way. Mm. Uh, uh, I've said publicly, and I'll maintain again, that I felt Justin Langer was treated harshly, and, uh, and I'll, I'll maintain that for the rest of my life. I just didn't like the manner in which that exit took place. I thought that was probably as poor as Brett Ratton's, to be perfectly honest. Mm. And I know you're a Saints man, mm. Goss, and today we'll have a new coach. Well, surprise, surprise, apparently Ross Lyons coaches. My support for the club is... It's, is, it's hanging by a thread, let me tell you. pending on the today's <laughs> announcement, let me tell you it's right hanging here, right by now. a thread. There may not be a renewal of the membership. <laughs> did, did you like how I deflected yeah. down the fine leg? Yeah, and you did. Onto our... 
that's experience. You can't buy that experience. Hey, I, don't know where to, I don't know where to go with that. It was a nice little deflection of fine leg. But the, the, Aussies, the Aussies are under the, they're under the microscope now. The champions hosting, you're right. They've said, we'll do it this way. I didn't like our build-up. I didn't like the fact that we chopped and changed. We came over to Perth and left all of our bowling attack on the eastern seaboard. Uh, I'm happy to rest one or two and manage players, but the whole lot... And then why on earth, and I love him, the boy from the West, Green, but why did they keep opening him in the lead-up when it was never going to happen because he wasn't even in the 15? To protect, your mate, to protect your mate, Finch. Now, be careful. Don't <laughs> think he's a great man who yes. couldn't find a run in a cheap pair of stockings at the moment. But uh, <laughs> he'll come good, the skipper. But why was he batting at three and four? That, that dumbfounded me throughout... I mean, I called the games on SCN against the West Indies in England, and and I'm a believer, Scotty, I don't know about you, that you need to get your structure, and you don't, I mean, you know, you don't play Scotty Cummings on a wing. I mean, that would never happen because you need pace, but you don't you don't hey, play people yes. out of position. Hey. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Scotty, get down the full forward, and we'll kick it to you, and you kick it through the big sticks. You know what, Scotty, we'll just try her at half forward for the next three. I thought we mucked around too much. It was my observation, and, and then it came back, and we got punched right between the eyes against New Zealand. Hey, before we get into it, I would have been go, good on the wing, just yeah. saying. I think I was underutilised on the wing. Yeah. <laughs> the only time you saw the wings when you were coming off the ground yeah. through the wing. Yeah. <laughs> That's harsh. Hey, Chuck, before you go, um, Saturday night, England played um, Afghanistan. What did you make of this piece of commentary, mate? Oh, you, no. Have a listen to this. Little Perler in. Narby down the leg side. Oh, what a catch! What a catch! That's the best of the night! Down the leg side, the left hand, the glove of the skipper has pulled off an absolute pearler, and Narby is on his way. What do you reckon about that, eh? Yeah, is that Jared Waitley esque? Would have been good to hear the bloke's name, anyway. <laughs> I, I tell you what, Scotty, that is going straight into Hutchie's uh, <laughs> self adulation. Oh, Saturday no. morning, Goss has just got uh, six votes, I think. Yeah, um, I'm due to catch up. Absolutely give Malcolm Blight a run for his money if Hutchie listened to more. I know, Miles, Miles <laughs> Fisner's got everyone covered in spades. Don't worry about that. Hey, good on you, Chuck. It was great to watch uh, and great to listen to last yeah, night. It's stuff, a Chuck. game for the ages described as the best white ball game in history, and you were there. And we look forward to more of your commentary on SEN Cricket. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me, boys. It was a privilege, the greatest game of all time. Hey, Goss, don't tear up your membership <laughs> yet. You know the Saints will continue to let us down for the rest of our <laughs> life. That's why we love them. Yeah, very true. There is Chuck Ferry, the great Saints man, one of the all-time good fellas, and you can hear him on SEN Cricket. Uh, does a great job. Let's get a break away. We're going to Rockingham Beach next to catch up with oh, the Premier yeah. of Western Australia, Mark McGowan. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Team Gossage. It's going to be late for the news, but we do need to chat to this man. Now, Mark McGowan, Premier of Western Australia, Luke Travers, NBA draftee, Rockingham. There's no bigger man than our next guest, and that is, of course, Rob McGavin. He is the organiser of the Rockingham Beach Cup which takes place down at uh, Rockingham Beach, of course, down there. Um, this has piqued my interest since hearing about it. I know this. you. You didn't know about this. No, I didn't. This is huge down there. Rob McGavin, good morning. 
Morning, boys. How are we? Yeah, going good. The Rotary Club of Palm Beach, WA. Again, you're putting on the Rockingham Beach Cup. You're involved at the head of affairs. This has blown out of all proportion. You get crowds that eventually come and go during the day of twenty to 30,000 at the beach to watch proper racehorses run along the beach. It is incredible. Yeah, it's a fantastic sight, isn't it? It's... um. It's growing every year uh, with Channel 7 coming on board as well. It's just taking it to another level and it's it's um, it's putting Rockingham on the map, that's for sure. And I think we're a finalist in the WA Tourism Awards on um, Saturday the 5th of November as well for this event. Oh, brilliant stuff, Rob. So talk us through the day, mate. It's obviously just, you know, as Goss said, twenty to 30,000 there, family-friendly, just a great atmosphere. Talk me through the horse race. It's just an incredible, incredible event. It's, um, you know, you've got free spectator viewing the whole length of the course. You've got a boating fraternity last year that just came in in, in their thousands. Um, you know, the whole course you can pull your boat up and virtually stand in knee deep water with a beer in hand and watch the horse racing. <laughs> you've got a license. <laughs> you got a licensed area. It's only eighty bucks a ticket, and you can come in and and that gets you access to the beach as well, where you can pat the horses as they're doing their. Their after parade party. They after they each race, they have a swim in in through all the boating flotilla, all the crowds, all the people. <laughs> then they come up and parade in front of all the um, spectators on the beach. So, and it's not just one race either, is it, Rob? Uh, there's five races, and then we have the the final, the the penultimate uh, Rockingham Beach Cup at the end of it. How far is each race along the beach? About a thousand metre races, Goss. Um, it's in quite heavy sand as well, so the horses do a little bit of work. But yeah, they hit the sort of flat, hard beach sand in the last sort of um, few hundred metres and, and really sprint to that finish in front of the crowd. So these are not Brumbies. These are horses that are trained, that their trainers do think they'd go down there. This is their track gallop. They love the beach. They love the salt water. They're, they, uh, they, they've trained by leading trainers uh, who really get behind this. It has gone from a, a Brumbies-type get-together to something a little bit more serious nowadays. Yeah, these are these are full thoroughbreds in racing. They, they're racing at the moment. They'll be racing the weeks after as well. It's a it's a bloody good hit out for them on the beach <laughs> that morning. And um, you know we've got Adam Durant and the Pierce boys and and um, Dave Harrison, Hayden Ballantyne, Morton. All the boys are yeah. you know they're bringing they're bringing some of their best horses down. We've got some of the best jockeys on them. Yep. And yeah, they're not mucking around. They're there for sheep space. Uh, very much so. And can I just say that and, and Miller. No, Miller, no. Doesn't go to Rockingham? He's like you, is he? You won't go down there. I like Rockingham. I'm going to pick you up and I'm taking you there. We're going. And we're, you know what? Actually, Rob, it, it sounds like the place to be is in amongst the flotilla. I think I need to be on a boat somewhere. Can you can you hook us up? Absolutely, mate. And the boating boating's an excellent way to see it. You know, we, we, we don't mind... We don't mind where the crowds come and where they sit and where they watch it from. But, yeah, last year we had incredible weather. Um, we've just about had brilliant weather every every event we've had. This is our fifth fifth year this year. But, yeah, if you get you bring your boat down, you can you can sit there and, and just watch it all unfold. It's no, no, you've lost me at bringing your boat down. I don't have one of those, Rob. <laughs> and if I can get Goss on a boat, it means he can't bugger off at some stage yeah. and just take off because he does ghosties. If anyone can get a barge down to Rockingham, oh, 13, 12, oh, 55. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, Rob, how do people no, get there? Go. Is it just a rock-up situation? You've got the corporates. I get all that. What about this for the yep. general public? And, and money does go to charity, doesn't it? It goes to uh, Australian Alzheimer's. It goes to a Variety WA and, and a lot of your Rotary pro- um, projects down there in Palm Beach. 
Absolutely. So all these boys are doing it for, for, for nothing. You know, they're doing it for the love of the sport, uh, first and foremost, and for charity as well. So it's to get there, it, it, look, it's very easy to catch the train down, and then there's a free bus service that takes you from the train station all the way to the foreshore. Um, you can drive down. There's plenty of parking behind the dome on Kent Street. There's a big oval there, which we open up for... Um, for all the cars, the, the, you know, there's access is, is probably one of the easiest things you'll ever get to. Hey, Gus, we, you, oh, this is oh, this is getting even better. And one, I'm going to take you to Rockingham. <laughs> Two, we're going on the train. Shoot up. And then, and then a bus. This is going to be a whole new experience for Goss, Rob. I'm telling you right now. Come on, Shooter. This is so exciting. The 12th Shooter. and 13th of November. Shooter, there has to be a VIP entry. There's got to be. Yeah, no, there is. There is, a, there is a VIP tent on the beach. Not a problem at okay, all. Okay, good stuff. All right. Hey, Shooter, I think it's brilliant. It's just absolutely grown. What a great day. Uh, the vision is amazing. Well under Channel 7 for getting behind it. It is a great part of the community. Well under the racing industry. Where are you uh, going? Hey, jockeys can be suspended. They, it's the whole box and dice, mate. It's not just wild. Jumping on a camel in Cable Beach. <laughs> this is this serious is proper. Stuff. Hey, good on you, Rob. Uh, don't, get it, don't get it wrong. It is the Wild West down here, but we're looking forward to seeing you boys come down. Yeah, yeah no, we're, oh, we're there. I'm bringing Goss. Yeah. Goss, will you commit on air to go to this? What's the date? 12th, 12th and 13th November. <laughs> Can't say too much. 13th. Yeah, 13th. 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 If you go down 13th. the 12th, at least you get a front row seat. Well, you can stay the night. <laughs> it's all about the community and uh, getting hey, behind local businesses. One and... thing I won't be doing is we'll staying the night. Oh, well, we're going anyway. Shoot up, hey, thanks, Rob, mate. Good, good stuff. Doing great work for so many people and organisations yeah, well and uh, putting on a great day for the people, mate. Look forward to seeing it. Hey, boys, thanks for the shout-out. Uh, good it. on you, mate. There's uh, Shooter McGavin, otherwise known as Rob, but the great man. He's probably the most important man down there, down yep. at uh, Rocco. Oh, yes. Rockham Beach Cup event organiser, Rockham Beach Road. It's down there, 13th of November. I am actually away that weekend. Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> you're coming with me. I am. We're get, getting on the hey. train. All right, what if I don't, if you don't think I'm on a train or a bus, we'll get no. down there, I'll, I'll organise us a boat. I tell you what. You're not going, you're not going to be away. You don't go anywhere. You've got nowhere to be. You've got I no am friends. working that weekend, and I'll tell you, you what, are not. I tell you what, if you thought it was tough going to Rockingham for me, I'm going to Geraldton. Let's oh, get some news. Oh, jeez. You're a liar. Oh. Is that in relation to Rockingham or Geraldton? <laughs> I'm going to Geraldton Gerard that weekend. Like I'm actually missing out on my 40th year school reunion. That, that day, that weekend. Oh, yeah. Yep, which is where I met my wife. Would you go? To where? To your school reunion? No. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I just know it's on. You, just, you wouldn't miss out. Ah, i got to catch up with people. So I'm, nah. Special K, you go Rocky? We're going to the Rocky Beach Cup. He lives yeah. down that way. Yeah. You can come yeah, up and get enough. me. Come up and grab me. And then oh, we'll go yeah, back. okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do the driving. Yeah. He'll do the drinking. Yeah. It actually sounds like the best day. It, it sounds like so it much sounds, fun. It sounds terrific. Really good day. Let's do it. 13th buddy. of November. Really okay. good day. I'll see you there. Let's do this. <laughs> Enough talking about it. 13, 12, 55. <laughs> if you want to get a ticket to the cricket, five double passes, Australia, Sri Lanka tomorrow night. Sports update time yeah. with Chris Clafunas, producer of The Star, and Scotty Cummings. Max Verstappen has passed Lewis Hamilton late to earn a record-tying 13th win of the season at the US Grand Prix. Daniel Ricciardo finished in 16th. Oh, no. We are wrecking the car. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy, you are wrecking the car. Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up, Daniel. <laughs> And in the Premier League last night, Newcastle beat Tottenham 2-1. Yep. Uh, Fulham beat Leeds 3-2. Arsenal and Southampton played Leeds. out to a one-all draw. Leeds coach is in trouble. 
Yeah, I think you're right. Real trouble. Um, that's the first draw Arsenal's had since January. Aston Villa beat Brentford 4-0 and Leicester beat Wolves 4-0. So plenty of goals. Oh, some big goals. Yeah. Now time for Tim Gossip. Hmm. Here we go. Let's test him out. <laughs> he's not aware of Tim Gossip. <laughs> hey, yeah, he's all over it. Yeah, good on you, Gordy. Gordy. Never in doubt. <laughs> Radio. Okay, so this is Tim Gossip. We don't deal in... Salacious scandals. No, we don't. Oh. We don't. But Lauren Jackson when are we going to start doing has been that? linked to Justin Kozitski, the former Saint. Kozzi, the great man. And the returning Opal have been linked as a yeah, pair, a pair I, I saw, that. on the weekend. I see that. Hey, Kozzi's Tim- a great man. He's uh, at his battles, but he's uh, you know, working for other people. The Danny Frawley uh, Health Centre at Moorabbin. Brilliant he's stuff. A, he's a good man, Kozzi. He'd be happy that uh, Ross is making a return to coaching today. Uh, he's probably one of the past players that's a fan of him. Yep. Oh, no, I could rattle off the, the obvious six right there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty obvious who's, uh, who's got him back. Um, may I just mention that um, I'm going to go into some Tim Gossip just here really quickly because we've got a guest coming up, that um, Brandon Matera has announced his retirement, of course, former Gold Coast uh, docker and player. Just a bit of age and injury. But my information is the gossip around, and this will please plenty of your waffle clubs, including your stinking mob up the road at oh, Bassendine. Yeah. What is right? And no and, one's like Rockingham, Bassendine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everyone's confident. The elitist. Yeah, we am. Post-elitist. <laughs> right. You shouldn't be. Oh, mate. Because you're one of the real you know, bottom feeders in the world, like Fannick. I mean, you're just having a go at Swan Districts and Rockingham. I'm, 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 I'm going to storm out. <laughs> I'm not. Takes too, much Jackie o. takes too much effort. Jackie O and the Piers, other bloke. What's that? I'm going to do a Piers Morgan. What's the other guy's name? Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, they've stormed out. You see, they've got, they, they've got a thing at their radio station. <laughs> we get distracted. That if they we? say something that they think is um, going to be legaled or challenged yeah. or wrong, that there's a sensor in the station who hits a button and takes them off air. And that's <laughs> genuine. And they were unhappy with the lady who did the censoring. So they blew up because they were interviewing Alan Jones. And they blew up and stormed out. I know. Should never be really dramatic. Any censoring. Just let people say Gave what they them. want to say, and then we can just then they can get fired whether, afterwards. Then we can what? determine whether we want to cancel like, or not. Follow them, not cancel. <laughs> whether you want to give them any time of and day. Guess what? They get three days of publicity. Yeah. Promotion for their radio yeah. station. Smart. Anyway. All right, I'm storming out. <laughs> I don't think you'll be missed. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you won't be missed. Oh. You won't be missed. Seriously. Oh, well, you got any more gossip? Well, yeah, I've, I haven't finished yeah, yet. Well, I've barely started. Let's go. <laughs> Replacing Brandon Matera, my mail is... Oh, this is it's going to excite the Waffle Clubs, including my, as you said, stinking mob. Zach Langdon could be joining Subiaco. Delisted last week, former Tiger, GWS and West Coast. Do not be surprised if Zach Langdon doesn't surface uh-huh. at Subiaco. Got the calls into Zach. Hopefully we can get him on mm-hmm. to confirm him, or deny. Catch him at Leadville Oval doing some weight work. Oh. <laughs> on his legs. On his legs. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, that'd be great. And I did have one other piece, but I, I really have written it down. I can't. <laughs> He's lost it. I, I can't find it anyway. Uh, hang on. What was that? On. Hang on. Hang on. Wait for it. What's that? Wait for it. Now, what is that? What, is, what does that say? Are you a doctor? Because you what write like that. Can't write what does that say? No idea. I can't. It's like shorthand. <laughs> shorthand. Yeah. Did you know yeah, I, I mean... left the West Australian newspaper as a cadet journalist because I couldn't do shorthand. 
So we had to do shorthand. You had to do like 70 words a minute. My mum still uses it. Shorthand. She uses it, writes all her passwords down in shorthand. And and tape recorders had just come in where you go to an interview and hold up a tape recorder. But in the old days, you used to write down shorthand. And I and I tried it, and I just wasn't good at it. Maria was our shorthand oh, teacher, hieroglyphics, big yes. German lady, and she used to she hit she <laughs> she would hit you over the fingers. She would go, "That is not how you do it." No, and she would hit you over the hand if you wouldn't do if you it. You got properly. your shorthand wrong. Yes. Wow. But it is just like that, twenty isn't it? years of age. Tough love. I like that tough love. Shorthand is code. Insane. Yeah. But typewriters came. A uh, typewriter. Anyway. Uh, tape recorders came in at that stage, so I didn't need shorthand. Didn't need shorthand, and I re- protested and got shown the door. <laughs> so I had to go to Sydney. <laughs> Eighteen away from eight. Dan Lawson won the WA Open, and um, John from Woodvale wants to know: Gossie, you're staying at the Ocean Beach Hotel in Jarrow, or is it a day trip? <laughs> I'll give you my room number soon, John. Let's go back. This is Scotty Ingalls. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. It wasn't easy, but we've got there. Dean Lawson, the 2022 Nexus Advisor Net West Australian Open champion. Congratulations on your maiden win. Yeah, brilliant stuff. There was the WA Golf Club in Yokine, and he dominated from start to finish. Got a little bit shaky yesterday, but it didn't matter. He had a very big break on <laughs> the rest of the field. He's already got himself to the Gold Coast, of course. Dan Lawson, congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Hey, well done, mate. Uh, it was absolutely dominant for you. Um, just tell us, in regards to the last sort of four or five holes, where it got a little shaky. Did you take your eye off the ball, so to speak? Uh, yeah, the la- probably the last seven holes was the first time. I was trying to get further ahead most of the tournament and then, for some reason, decided to just try and, um, well, just try and stay ahead, which didn't really... Didn't really work that well, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with a different mindset the last seven holes. But fortunately, I was did well enough the first sort of uh, 63 holes, which was good. Yeah, you were simply outstanding. Dean Lawson is our guest, of course, just landed on the Gold Coast for the next stage of golf, of course, fresh from winning the WA Open. Your first win, mate. You finally cracked it. I think it was four runners-up titles. So uh, did you ever think the day would finally get here? Uh, yeah, I've sort of won some smaller events and um, like a few bigger pro-ams and everything but um, I don't know like I knew that I'd been in position enough but not done it so until you actually do it then you just you don't truly know but um, yeah it was great to finally get over the line definitely. Mate you must have been absolutely wrapped with the first three days I mean you went into the final round with an eight shot lead as you said got a bit wobbly there for a, a little while but uh, what what do you learn out of uh, out of that? Like your, your three days of golf prior were extraordinary, uh, and then the last yeah. day, obviously the mindset changes a bit. The wind gets closer and closer. What do you learn from all that? Um, yeah, just obviously if I can do that for four days, it's going to compete anywhere in the world. So if I can keep doing what I'm doing, and um, obviously didn't really close it out how I would have liked, but um, hopefully. If you get that far ahead, you can kind of do that. And 
or get over the line. But um, yeah, if I could put that for four rounds, I think that could compete anywhere in the world. So it's exciting. No one yeah. says to you, so if someone says to you, you're going to have a two-shot lead going to the last hole, you'd take it any day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but when you sort of nine shots up, two shots doesn't sound like that many. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glass half full here, Dean. Take yeah, the, the, yeah. the positive approach, mate. Yeah. No, it felt... Once I got to the last hole and um, knew... It was, I, I was trying to get the score off a couple of people and I, so I had three people tell me different what um, Simi was on. And um, even going into the final day, I know Michael, I've played a lot with him. Um, he's a very good player and I knew he wasn't going to go away and make it easy for me. So... Um, I just sort of wanted to know how he was going and then finally got the what his actual score was after being told a few different things. Um, and then, yeah, the, after my second shot on 18, just on the, to the front of the green mm. or just short of the green, I was fairly confident. But, um, yeah, t- until the final putt's in, you really, um, well, you don't really... Right until it is in, really. Got the job done. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Now, you are a Victorian. You, you reside on the Gold Coast and you're there now, which is fantastic. Now, I noticed uh, when I was watching the coverage yesterday, you couldn't get to your phone quick enough. You made a phone call or got a message. <laughs> who, are you talk- who are you calling? Uh, to my wife. She uh, is actually in the car next to me right now. <laughs> well, you can get out of your Toyota Corolla and get a Mercedes Benz now, Mrs. Lawson. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that would be yeah, that would be nice. But um, we just got a puppy, so the puppy's actually asleep on our lap right now, and we've just made a trip to Pet Barn, so things are starting to change a bit. Yeah, you've just you've just won your first tournament in crushing style, yeah. and you're still going to be uh, yeah. second fiddle to a puppy. Yes, I've uh, already I bought him a little football trip, uh, football toy, so. I think Hopefully he likes having a kick. Uh, nice work. Hey, mate, so what's next for you? I know you're going to Spain because everyone we've spoken to is going to the second stage of the qualifying. You want to get back onto the European tour. That's where the big bucks are. You're yeah. good enough. If you play like you did over the last four days, you're going to cut it easily on the European tour. Are you playing anywhere in Australia before then or is that it for now until you head over to Spain? No, I head over Friday to a fly to Barcelona. Um, so I'm just home for a few days and then, fly Friday night and then the following week's um, second stage and then if that goes well, final stage the week after. And then I'll be back for um, Oz PGA and Australian Open and then obviously big summer and hopefully get my card back and play some more European Tour events as well. Brilliant. Good luck. Just remember those first three days, mate, were sensational golf and that's what you are absolutely uh, good enough to do. We wish you you. all the very best. What's the name of the dog? Uh, Jet. Jet. Okay. Yep. Yes, Jet. Yep. J-E-T-T. Yeah. yeah, well, the boss is going to be looking after Jet <laughs> while you're off swanning around the globe playing golf, mate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, more popular than me at the moment. Sure. <laughs> yeah, well, always will be. Hey, hey, good luck, mate. Thanks so much yeah, for joining yeah. us. Congratulations well done, on your mate. win here at the WA Open, and we wish you all the best over in Spain. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage.
Well done. World Cup tickets for tomorrow night. Australia versus Sri Lanka. Nick from Broome, he's on the way down, so we have to give him some tickets. Jono from Mindari, Greg from Sorrento, David from Bunbury, and David from Burswood. Scotty, well see you done. tomorrow from 6. I'll see you then. Well done, boys. Gordy and Special K. Great job out back. That's the breakfast show done and dusted. Thanks to Toolkit Depot. Back tomorrow.